This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can get the very best results from your dog training. This show is brought to you by FamilyDogFusion.com. For professional advice, dog training tips, ebooks, and a video to teach your dog how to walk on a leash, go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me each Wednesday for a new show and a new topic. You know, I don't think I would have ever thought I could come up with over 100 shows, let alone 230. It's because of you, the dog lover, that I keep on doing this each and every week. We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there. This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's crazy behavior and brings a little sanity back into your life. I am Benny Copeland, trainer of people, behaviorist to the dogs, and just like you, the listener, a dog lover. Thank you all for tuning in. There's a growing problem in the world, and especially in the U.S. Since the 1960s, obese men, women, and children have risen at an alarming rate. I know. I'm one of them. It is interesting, though, sometimes when I feed my dogs, and my dogs are in really good shape that I have this wish that someone would actually regulate my food like I regulate my dog's food. Today, we ask the question, is your dog fat? Because fat dogs are the most common. I will talk to you about that first. And then maybe I'll talk to you about if your dog's too skinny in another show. As I said before, there is an alarming trend of weight gain in the U.S., and I feel that has made us very complacent when it comes to dogs. There are also now so many different types of food and different diets for dogs available that it can be very confusing. Back when I started training 20 years ago, there were only two or three manufacturers of dog food in the U.S., I just Googled dog food manufacturers and 15 different companies popped up, and I'm sure it's not all of them. Not only that, there are specialty diet foods that are now available that were not years ago. Well, let's weigh out this topic right after this. Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? Does what Benny say just make sense to you? Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior, then you need to go to amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to. It's 
yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. So is your dog fat? I've read a few articles on this, and there's a lot of good information out there. It took me about three articles, though, before I saw that someone actually recommended to go to your local vet and have your dog weighed. I mean, veterinarians know what a dog should weigh according to their size and breed. Some dogs are what I call normally stocky. Some dogs are normally skinny. My Oz is an Australian cattle dog. And they are a very stocky breed of dog. And when it comes to his winter coat, he definitely looks a little pudgy. If I wash him, he definitely looks normal. But his coat and his stocky build can make him sometimes look a little overweight. So I have to be careful and I have to check him physically before I actually do reduce his food. Many of the sight hounds, such as whippets and greyhounds, they look very skinny under normal circumstances, and there are many other breeds as well. Allowing your dog to be overweight is putting your dog at risk for things like diabetes, cardiovascular disease, respiratory issues, and even arthritis. And these are the exact same issues that we can have as obese humans. If you want to know, there are a couple things that you can do to assess that if your dog is overweight, and the best way is visually. Stand over the top of your dog. You should be able to see the chest as the biggest part of your dog's body. The ribs should be noticed, but you should not be able to distinctly see his rib cage. Also, your dog should have a nice taper from the rib cage all the way to the hips. It should sink in a little on both sides. If there's only a very little bit or none at all, your dog may be getting on the overweight side. If there's an outward bulge or your dog tends to look like a sausage, your dog might be getting to the obese level. This oval-shaped dog is way too heavy. And yes, I know oval is a shape, but it's not a good shape for your dog. Another thing you can do is lift your dog's tail. There should be a little fatty you know, little fat in this area. But if you can't feel your dog's tailbone at all, then there might be a weight issue. Now, if you Googled, is my dog fat? And you click on the images uh, tab, there are many charts that show you just what I described visually. And we talked about the tail. That's the other way you can check. It's physically. When you touch your dog's rib cage, you should be able to feel the skin that covers the bone, but not and slightly feel the bones, but not too much. Just like on the tail, when you grab the tail, you should be able to feel the bones underneath a layer of skin with on the uh, tail. If you pet your dog from his collar all the way down to his hips on either side, you should feel that taper after the chest or that inward indentation from the ribs to the hips. It's better for me to check Oz this way than visually. Now, Beans is very obvious visually. Being a Jack Russell, I can see the taper um, with her easily. 
The other thing that I see is that if the back legs are flabby and fat rather than muscly, I think that's a word, muscly, muscly, um, then this could be an indication that you should check that. And, and you can check this by sometimes what I do is I rub on their belly. So they roll over and you can get to see them on their back and you can check that top part of their legs, like the thigh, I guess is what they would call it. Also on your dog's back, gravity does its part. And if there is excess fat, it's very obvious when your dog rolls over, it kind of all goes toward the floor. And you can see that as well as feel it. So what can cause your dog to be overweight? Well, let's talk about a few things that you um, that can create that. And then we'll also talk about what you can do to help. Of course, with any diet or plan, you should definitely consult your veterinarian before going into changing your dog's diet. Um, especially if it's a new food or a specialty diet food, your veterinarian is going to know um, the the ups and downs of the different foods that you can find, uh, especially with all the new dietary things that are going on with dogs that, that are available. Um, your, your vet would probably even have something that would work for you um, and your dog in, you know, with their breed and their size. So causes, overeating, giving large meals because you think your dog is still hungry or giving large or many too many treats in between meals and giving human food. Dogs don't metabolize human food the same way humans do. Um, so table scraps and human food, it's not necessarily good for your dog. The, the dog food has been um, uh, created in a way that's good for a dog's diet. Um, if you are not just giving meals, what dogs learn is they're scavengers. So they learn to do things. So if they seem to be looking at you in a certain way and you feel like, oh, well, they're hungry and then you give them food, they're going to learn very quickly to look at you that way so they can keep getting food. Um, there are dogs that just like to overeat, just like humans. Uh, another reason is lack of exercise. Just as with humans, a healthy balance of a good food and exercise is a key into feeling better and staying within the proper weight scales and being healthy. Another reason is a low metabolism. Sometimes after they're spayed or neutered, their metabolism changes. Um, as they get older, a dog's metabolism, cha metabolism changes. It's really up to you to see those changes and make sure you adjust your dog's diet accordingly. Another reason could be hormonal disorders, an underactive thyroid uh, or overactive adrenal glands. Um, Cushing's disease is a creation is is created because of overacted adrenal glands. Um, and these are definitely things that before you change your dog's diet or do anything, you need to um, speak with your dog your doctor about. They can tell you things to look for um, in these in sudden weight gains, things like that. They can tell you what to look for. And a lot of times it's a hormonal thing if it's a sudden uh, thing for your dog. Now there are so there are also breeds that are very susceptible to being overweight. 
So you have to kind of look at that when you get a um, either a purebred dog or even a mixed breed dog that has a certain particular breed um, within it. Uh, there are dogs that have a tendency to want to overeat. And so feeding habits and the amounts that you give your dog can really play into how your dog handles their food. All of my dogs eat very fast within just a few minutes. As a matter of fact, um, I happen to have Sandy with me. She eats so fast that we've had to get one of those designer bowls that have the little maze in it so to, to make her slow down. Oz, I actually give him his food in a bigger bowl, oversized, so it spreads out across the bottom and it takes him a little bit longer to eat. And um, Beans just eats fast because all the other dogs eat fast. And Molly kind of was that way. She, on her own, was kind of a grazer. You know, I would just leave the food down and she would eat it throughout the day. But I also started realizing that, um, you know, she would have to go to the bathroom more times during the day and things like that. So what I did and what I do with all of my dogs now is that I create that they eat their food when I put it down because it's never down more than 10 to 15 minutes. If um, I put the, dog, the food down, there's still food left after 10 or 15 minutes. I pick it up and just put it back in the bag. Uh, so they're not um, grazing throughout the day. And now when I got Oz and brought in another dog into the home, Molly was not a grazer. She definitely wanted to eat her food because if she left it, Oz was definitely going to go eat her food. And he is one of those dogs that has a propensity to be overweight. He will eat anything and everything as long as it's available. Um, I actually did not close the cabinet one time and he got into the dog food and he literally he ate until he could not eat anymore. And um, that's just one of those things. I mean, it's people have that same thing where there's a tendency. I know I have this thing of, I want to feel full when I'm eating uh, and I know it's not good for me. I tend to do it anyway. And yes, I am overweight. And I would, uh, you know, again, that's why I look back and go, wow, if someone could regulate my food, and it seems like to me with Oz and Beans that, yes, they're always hungry. You know, they're licking each other's bowls or checking their bowls throughout the day, things like that. Um, but it's they are in very good shape and uh, they are not overweight at all. So what do you need to do if your dog is overweight? Number one, yes, reduce your dog's caloric intake. I mean, this is the thing, either reduce the amount of food or find a food, again, talk to your vet, but find a food that is formulated for weight loss. Um, you, can, uh, you can do it either way. Um, sometimes those foods, now that they're available, um, are actually a little bit better for them. To, you can give them the same amount, it's just less calories. Kind of like eating celery. You know, there are no calories in celery. So you can eat all you want. Um, also not your dog, you personally, <laughs> not your dog. Uh, I don't, although I don't think celery would hurt your dog, but probably not a, a great thing. Um, increase your dog's water intake or, um, maybe even fiber intake. And again, there's some foods that are formulated for this. Um, increasing water is a really good suggestion most humans don't even drink enough water. Um, one of the things that I do is I have actually three dog bowls of water around my house 
so that they always have water. And I'm, I'm literally filling them up throughout the day. So I really do make it, especially if you're going to feed at certain times during the day, um, there's going to be times that they're hungry and water is a really good um, substitute. They're going to come in and drink the water. Uh, and of course, the third thing you could do is get off your butt and get more exercise. Yes, go around the block. Dress warmly when it's cold. Dress coldly when it's warm. Do what you need to do to get them out and get a little more exercise. This not helps you, not just helps you feel better. It also helps a lot of uh, cardiovascular things and, you know, a lot of the other things that can go on. I know when I was doing the regular walks in the spring and summer, which I am getting back to, um, Oz always felt so much better and I would see him have so much more energy. So I'm so looking forward to this spring that is coming in and getting out and walking a lot more. And in summary, today we asked the question, is your dog fat or too fat even? You discovered how to determine whether your dog is fat or obese through visual and physical checks. You also learned why your dog may be fat and what to do about it. Thank you. If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website, familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion.com at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Jayner and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com slash insurance. And go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable with your dog. <laughs>